good morning. Uh, you must be all frozen because that sounded like frozen. Let's try that one more time. Good morning. Good morning. All right, all right. Not too bad. Good to be with you. God's peace and grace be with you this morning. Well, it's our annual meeting Sunday. So good to see all of you here this morning. Anybody have a problem with their car today? I heard of one. Oh, the only person was Cat uh, said her her transmitter, the battery was so low, maybe frozen to death, it wouldn't send her uh, her garage door up. So other than that, it looks like everybody made it. That's great. So uh, it is. It's just us here today, uh, pretty much. Uh, it's like every other annual meeting I've been to uh, up here. Uh, it seems like the coldest day of the year is the day that you set for annual meeting. No matter what year it has been, the last 10 years, seems like annual meeting day is the negative 25 degrees below zero. So I am so thankful that you are here. And God is good to us. And thank you for coming, being a part of our worship today. Now, we are, however, making our way through Matthew's Gospel this year. And we begin this morning with the opening words of Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount. If you didn't know that, that's what is happening here in the text. Let me just say that my message is going to be short this morning. I promised the council that I would be very brief because of our annual meeting. However, that seems highly suspicious since I am preaching a sermon on a sermon. That's got to be a double negative somewhere there. So hopefully I can get through this without uh, too much delay. Let's just uh, allow our thoughts to simmer for a little bit today on this text. Now it's interesting to note that Jesus is not somehow long-winded uh, himself, but he gets right to the point. So what is the point? Well, there lies the problem. Let's first recall a couple of the details from this text. First, Jesus is looking for a few good disciples who will be bringing good news to the people. That's part of the text. Secondly, he chooses these disciples, okay, and then from, not from the upper class uh, folks from society, but fishermen. And thirdly, he calls his disciples and then uh, somehow leads them up a mountain, along with a whole crowd of people whom he has been healing, curing their diseases, and basically listening to their problems. The list is long. Demonics, epileptics, paralytics, this is right before this text, he's He's kind of denoting uh, who are in the crowd versus anyone and everyone who has an ailment. Now note it, good news, mountain healing, expectations, they're high. God is acting. <laughs> then Jesus sits down, which was the teacher's position at that time, and he begins to talk to them and teach them. What were they expecting? Hard to know exactly but I can almost guarantee it wasn't the Beatitudes. I can almost guarantee that. So they sit down, Jesus has done all his healing and whatever, and he sits down, he's leading his disciples for the first time, he's instructing them for the first time, and what does he say? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who are hungry, merciful, pure in heart, peacemakers, and those persecuted living righteous lives and following me. This message was probably not what they expected. And frankly, it's just as hard a sale today. 
a world of takers. Anybody disagree with that? Ours is a world of takers. Ours is a world of survival of the fittest. Ours is a world of demanding to be taken care of because we are all what? Number one. We are all the best in our class. We are all the most gifted athletes. We are all the most wonderful people in the world. And this message was just as hard to swallow then as it is for us today. So what is Jesus doing here? And what are we doing here? Why did you come here today? This message, our message, is a revolutionary message. It asks that we take up this cross and to follow Jesus. Yes, Jesus has not yet been crucified on this story, but we are almost looking back, reading back as the author is writing this story, and we see where the story is leading us, and it's leading us a place where we're not sure that we want to go. And we're asking ourselves, what's the sign? This is a bump in the road. Is he going to get better with this message? Are we off someplace in direction I don't want to go? What are we doing here? Jesus is in his message modeling a new way of living. It's a kind of living that will change the world. On top of that, Jesus is asking us to be the stewards of this story. You heard me correctly. Yes, we are initiating our stewardship campaign today, but as stewards of this message and this ministry, God is counting on us. Let me say it one more time. God is counting on us to not only believe in Him, but He is asking us to act on His behalf in the world. In essence, we are the stewards of His blessings. We are the voice of the one crying out to the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. And the way of the Lord is a different path than any of us expected. This message is the good news for those living in darkness, living in poor spirit, for those who mourn, those who are hungry, those living without peace. We are the stewards and caretakers, somehow also the planters, yes, fishermen and women of the faith called to follow him, and even if it means a cross. So let me be bold, <laughs> courageous, and let us be faithful, let us be doers of righteousness in the world on this day as we gather together in Christ's name. Blessings be with you.